Is that my beer? I don't know. Thank you. No, it's mine. I didn't know you drank. Just now. Just started. He just started right now? Yeah. We all just started right now. Alright. Cool. Alright. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nerdsport Presents a Hodgepodge cast where we have a bunch of not so random idiots talking about stuff. Stuff meaning video games, comic books, movies, whatever. We're here. Hello. I am one of your hosts. This is Al. Hi. How are you? To my left, we have... I guess he Mickey wants me to introduce himself. Shaking your hands like that. <laughs> it's, it's Big Mike. Hello, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm good. And you? Good. I'm pretty good. You got something on your nose, Big Mike. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaving it there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to his left is... Evil Ray. Hey, Ray. How's it going? Yeah. You look You look good. No, he doesn't. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't look good? No, don't I, lie to the people. I, I, I think he looks people good. People are actually listening. Okay. Don't lie to them now. I like, I like his shirt. Yeah. Got a nice shirt. Thank you. It's brown. <laughs> <laughs> It's got buttons. Yeah. It's brown with it's got buttons. Sleeves. This and has everything. been this has been the fashion report. And to his left, we have uh, Vic, still apathetic, a little sore. And how much closer? Do you want me to swallow the thing? Because you're always telling me to put the mic <laughs> closer to my face. <laughs> you're always telling me to put the mic closer to my face when I'm practically eating it as it is. Yes. Just so talk I, normally as I am speaking normally. Yes, but yeah, just always talk into microphones. I just always yeah. have the mic in None front of your face. None of this is normal. But just always have the mic in front of your face. You're not wearing a watch either. <laughs> well, tap your wrist if you're not wearing. That's a watch. the universal symbol, right? For what time it is, you touch That's your it. wrist. I know what time it is. <laughs> we're back, and I guess today we were gonna discuss something. I think Jen was the one who brought it up, and I think it was a pretty good topic. What the hell was the topic again? Oh, don't tell jobs, me. Forget all the jobs. Previous had, jobs, previous good, job. good and bad, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Previous jobs, bad experiences, had, bad experience, funny, funny experience mm-hmm. that you had in, in previous jobs. Mm-hmm. I could think of some, but yeah, that's 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 the topic. So, Mike, you're already grunting over there. Hmm. <laughs> Why? I'm just going to sit back. Oh, oh, you actually, no, for, you don't need us for this. You don't need me for a good <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes. So I'm just going to actually amuse myself on my show. iPad. And, and I'm going to watch. Some, we want to stay employed. I'm going to put some uh, Netflix reruns on. Actually, before <laughs> we even ahead. start, did everybody see my new microphone? Ooh. Yes, yeah, is giant phallic compensator. <laughs> <laughs> with with I, I said earlier, but of course you cut it off. It's not going to be in this, but it's much more ornate than the rest of our microphones. It's got a big fat head. It's got barbs on it or something. It's it's got a ring. <laughs> it's got a ring around it. <laughs> For some reason, it has to be fancier and bigger than well the barbed wire. The rest so that of we us won't touch it. Yeah. Yeah, to keep <laughs> keep prying hands off of my my mic. Mm-hmm. So, all yours. Yeah. You can yeah. What do you call the mic? Uh. What do you call it? Oh, we were just making fun of like what? what the phallic compensator. <laughs> well, no, what, what does he call it? Oh, I was thinking of calling it black mamba, like a Wait, snake. Is that copyrighted? Is it? No, the black mamba is a thing. It's, it's just a, you it's can a call snake, it. isn't it's, it? It's an actual. I mean, it's, it exists yeah, in nature. Yeah, so I, I think Kobe Bryant uh, was oh, copyrighted it. Oh, for all that's right. Quentin Tarantino copyrighted it. Oh yeah, it was a code name for Kill Bill, right? Yeah. Anyway, it's it's you're just really overcompensating. Yeah. It's silly. It's no, a, it's I'm not. It's, you know, it's not even that big of a mic, actually. It's it's just different. It's not so much length as girth. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's it's thicker. Yeah. As, as Vic pointed out, it's girthy. something you could put your hands around, that's all. Yeah. I'm not really touching it, actually. 
It's a much more sensitive mic. Mm, forget Hopefully. the topic. Let's just spend 40 minutes on why you bought that mic. <laughs> so, I was on Amazon, right? And I was looking for a new microphone. Well, I didn't mean let's actually... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good with this. Let him go for 45 minutes. <laughs> and we forget about the job thing so I can stay employed. <laughs> No, I was just I was looking for a new microphone. I want another one because I think one of our mics was a little a little busted, so I needed to buy a new one. And I found this on Amazon, and there was like a, a deal for it, so I ended up buying it. I'm like, I just buy it and test it out. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Not a, not a riveting not a story. story, but yeah. You weave an interesting yarn. Yes, I do. But yeah, you're the only mm-hmm. one who's allowed to use that microphone. Yes, because I bought it. Listen, oh, when you guys when you guys buy your own microphone, you get to use your own microphones. Oh well, what, what you pay us with? <laughs> <laughs> so far, you're getting free microphones here. Well, we can take these what with you us. Pay for. We can no, take I keep them here because I'm doing you guys a favor. You don't have to take anything with. How is any of this a favor day. to us? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to drive to our house? No. <laughs> But anyway, the equipment stays here. Yeah, you can keep it. You can, yeah, you can have it. Just yeah. fine. All right. So, Mike, I think I see you grunting over there. Yeah. I mean, do, do you have a, a a story? Okay. How can I put this in such a way that won't get me fired? Um. <laughs> Isn't that the complicated part of this story? Yeah. We're not talking about current jobs. I mean, unless the only interesting story you have is something current. Previous, I think previous or current would work. I mean, I, yeah. but I mean. Yeah, you guys have to be a little bit more delicate. I can my jobs yeah, are have you've a, had so many. Yeah, I've had a, a number of jobs, and I can be more vague. But All right, you so, have to kind of. So while we let yeah. we'll, we'll we'll let Mike uh, simmer and stew over here and collect his collect himself and his or thoughts. More enraged, I don't know. Collect his thoughts. Uh, well, let's start. Let's start over here with Vic. Previous job. Oh, well, previous job. My first job. Hasn't he done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a jack of all trades. Uh, my first job, Renaissance man, as we say. <laughs> uh, the first job I ever had was uh, much like you. Was at a movie theater. That was your first job, right? Movie theaters. Or was that, Not you had something before that. I had another job before that, but you you can keep going. All right. Well, you you know what I'm talking about. You worked in movie theaters. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get into we'll, we'll get around. <laughs> we'll get to that part. When, when it comes around, we'll uh, I'll mention it. But go ahead. But yeah, I used to work in movie theaters. Thankless chore. Long hours. You give up your nights and weekends because that's when people go to the movies. You give up your holidays. Did which, you have holidays? Because yeah. when I worked, movie the, theaters are all movie chains are all about holidays. Because yeah. no, no. What I mean is, did you get a holiday, meaning a day off? Rarely. Okay, because I remember when I was in the theater, the motto in the theater that I work, Get they're open. They're open three sixty five. There was like mm-hmm. no holiday, yeah, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like the most, when it was a holiday, you had to be at work because that's the day, like you know, all hands on deck kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, Christmas, yeah. New Year's. Yeah, uh, like you would get like the like on sometimes I would get like the half Christmas or half Thanksgiving off, you know. Mm. Like I would only have to come in like for the morning or the evening, and then I'd get the ha- the other half of the day for for the holiday. But you know, other uh, than that, you know, they're very stringent about that stuff. So your job was a little bit more generous than mine when I was at the the theater I worked at. They didn't, unless it was paid time off that you had. Mm. There was no holidays like a business holiday where everybody would be off. Mm. Everybody had to come in. Well, that's everybody. the nature of the theater business, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, because that's, again, that's how but, they make their money, right? People on holidays, yeah. they go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Was it for the same for you as, as it was for me in, in the theater? I think it was the busiest time of the year was Easter in the theater I, I worked so, in. I think so, because that's when, around that time, that's when the summer movies begin. Yeah. And like in April and in May, that's when they start kicking off the summer movies. Like Easter, Easter weekend was like, it was all hands on deck. 
Like everybody yeah. had to be in. And I remember coming in and I was always scheduled for the um, evening shifts. And when I came in, it was packed house. Mm-hmm. So. It would also depend on what's playing and, you know, what your theater gets. Because I would work at... A couple of theaters I worked at were... I didn't work at Multiplex. Oh. So it was very... So what was the most... How many theaters did you have at most? The most was two, I think. If I think about, uh, like, a a duplex? That's not the right word. But... um, How many screens? Two screens. Two screens? Wow. If if I think about it, yeah. The first first theater I worked at had two screens. I mean, occasionally I would work at another theater that was part of the same chain that had, that was, had more than one, so it was a multiplex. But other than that, it was either one or two screens. Really? And Yeah. And like the last, the last movie theater I worked at was a very, very famous theater, but it was one screen, but huge, like mm-hmm. a, more than a thousand seats. Okay. And that was a theater that they would have like really like big premieres. Yeah. And actors would, would go in. Yeah. So I got carpet kind of Yeah. Thing. So that's, that's the one, the cool thing about that job was that every now and then I get to meet, meet somebody famous, you know, like, oh. Like I would get to, I had, I spoke to 10 seconds with Steven Tyler from Aerosmith in the men's room once. No. <laughs> so how did that, how did that, how did that, yeah. no, it's weird. Good steps here. There's not very many steps. I was, we, we were cleaning up, the movie started, he was in the restroom, I was cleaning up, like dumping ice into the sink or something from a bin that had water in it, and he just said some offhand remark. He's, he's really short in person, by the way. He's, shorter, he? he's shorter than me. I thought it was a tall, lanky no, he's a, he's kind like a, of dude. No, no, he's like a little this big, like not very this big, like five, five, six, five, could, something, something like that. Yeah, this big, I don't know. <laughs> we talked about that. Didn't like we? five, six, five, six, something five, like six. that. This yeah. big. I say I'm five nine. Say say I'm five nine. So he's got to be like five, 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 six. He's really is yeah. that short. He's short. Wow. At least, the, at least that's what in my memory he was like a short guy. Wow. But no, it's just like it was ten a little a little strange. He says, you guys cleaning up for like the after party, like joking for us? And I said, Yeah, you know, just like joking around. Uh-huh. And that was it. Was, was he it? dressed as Steven Tyler with the long scarves, I think? Well, he was he was dressed all right. I mean celebrity attire, I suppose, but not outlandish that I can mm-hmm. recall. Yeah. Was it like an Armageddon movie? Like I don't remember what it Tyler was. was his daughter I don't, was I don't, in... I don't remember what the movie was. Yeah. I remember like a couple of things like mesh together. I remember I was ignored by Donald Trump once. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all feel your pain on that one. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump ignores everybody. Yeah. I remember like I was working as an usher and The Rock was going to to another event across the street at the hotel. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the wrestler. Yes. No, Jimmy the Rock <laughs> Berkowitz. I don't know. I just want to stress that it was Dwayne yeah. Johnson because I don't think he's going by the Rock too much, or does he go hand he, in hand? Back and forth. Back sometimes and it's forth. Dwayne Johnson, sometimes it's the Rock, sometimes it's Dwayne the Rock. You know, it, it varies. It's his persona, right? Like but, he, you know, he kind of owns that yeah. name, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I think so. But anyway, so I was just working in an usher. There was nothing going on in my theater. You know, mm. just like dead. But I was in an usher, so I was at the near the front door. And there was an event going on across the street at the hotel. And The Rock was at this event. And he comes out of his limo. And I remember I'm at the door. I yell across the street, hey, Rock. And he flashes the smile over there, over to me, and waves back, which I thought was really cool. Nice. <laughs> you know, so that was like a cool celebrity moment. You know? But, that, that, I mean, those were few and far between. Surrounded by women, probably? No, I think he was married, at, still married at the time. He was oh, with his wife. He was with his wife. He was married? Yes. God, yeah. I didn't know that. He was married for a oh, long he time. Oh, he has a daughter, doesn't he? Yeah, he has a daughter. Oh, that's right. They yeah. broke up. I mean, they broke up. They got divorced, but I think they're still they're still in business together. They're yeah. still I friends. Know a lot about that guy's personal life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's The Rock. <laughs> Everybody's got to know about The Rock. I read. He's in another relationship now, and he has another 
child with her, and but everybody's cool. Oh, you know? The Rock, dude, the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's mainstream right now. I know I mean, he's, he's famous. He's, I know he does movies. I know he was a wrestler. I don't know his personal life. I don't know <laughs> how many wives he has, how many kids he has. I know he has a daughter. I don't know why I know that. One ex-wife, one girlfriend, two kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that I know of. You I know. Sure, you sure you were working the theater that day? You just weren't like stalking the guy. <laughs> I know you also have a picture with this guy. What was his name? Another actor. I think Martin he put Sheen. it. Martin Sheen. Yeah. Well, Did he put his arm around you? That has nothing to do with work. I just rest, oh. met him on the street once. Oh, I thought. That I was, was on my way to get a haircut, and he was just there, like at a bus stop, with a few other people taking pictures. I so I stopped. Because where is this Steven Tyler in the bathroom? Where is the Rock at a hotel? Martin Sheen in the street. No, no, waiting for a bus. All right, going going back to the job thing. Times are hard. Going back to the job. Thing though, okay, that was the movie theater job. Yeah. After that, for a number of years, I worked in retail, uh-huh. and that was a little better, but not great at a lot of times. Because again, that's a lot of time you're giving up your weekends or working long hours, twelve-hour shifts, and sometimes they'll like screw you out of like they had a trick that they would do where yeah. they would bookend your schedule. Like they would have you work like up to Saturday. It was like. It was Monday through Sunday schedule, so they would have you work like Wednesday through Saturday on one schedule, and then Sunday through Wednesday on the other schedule, so that way they could bookend you. You'd work seven days straight, you work seven days straight, and and they don't have to pay you overtime, which is kind of a cruel trick. Wow. That sucks, I remember remember I had an 11-day stretch, I had one day off. Wow. And I had a rotating shift, because I also worked retail, that's how Victor got the, I helped him get the job. Thank you. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was a rotating shift. You never had the same days off. You never got back-to-back days off. Right. And the schedules always sucked. And most of the time, you were working weekends and late hours. And but we did have only two holidays off, which was uh, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and, and Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah. But you pretty much worked whatever their schedule was, and you, if you need the job, you do the job. So. Well, retail is always fucked up in terms of. How they how people are treated. I, I've done retail by the staff too. or by the would be customer. Just well, customers both. buy things. I think in room. general, I think the whole environment is just one big clusterfuck of of a, of a system of uh, an environment of. Uh, work style that you have to do is ridiculous Mm -hmm. but you guys worked in a retail store and i sworn you guys told me that you would see certain stars actors coming into the um, oh yeah so victor are you still harrison ford came into the store once and everybody was like in shock and awe because it was like half the store was like it's han solo the other the other half was no it's indiana jones (laughs) So it was like, but it's it's him. He's here. He's here. He came in. He didn't. That was uh, the store we worked together. Yeah, the store we worked together. He came into after you left. He came into the like the last store I worked at because I worked for same chain, but I worked in never different locations over several years. And the last store I worked at, I didn't get to see him, but he came in. And somebody like I heard this offhand, like one of my coworkers, like totally fanboyed on him, <laughs> and he just and basically like he said, oh, I just love Star Wars, I love you so much, and then uh, reportedly he just went, thanks, kid. <laughs> my question: did, did he did, did he do the finger point to you? I didn't get to see him. Oh, you didn't see him. This was offhand, you know. Well, I missed him by that much, but I, I missed a couple of things. But, you know. um, uh, Stephen King came into the store. 
Yes, I sold a book to Stephen King. Yeah, that was you who told me the story. Yeah, I told you, you that. Yeah, who told me the story. Yeah, it was you. You yeah. rang him up. Yeah, that was really cool. Like to, to ring up Stephen King for like buying a book. That's kind of cool. That's <laughs> nice. I, Do you remember? I remember. Revolutionary Road was the book. Revolutionary yeah. Road. Yeah, I think uh, it was. It, it, they made a movie out of it. I can't remember what it was about. Interesting that I just find it so weird that authors, famous authors, would go into a bookstore to buy other people's. I mean, into like another. I'll edit that. To go into these stores and buy certain things. Never mind. <laughs> I'll skip no, that. You, you could just that say. Out. I'll edit that out. What do I care if it's well, a because th- you just said retail is shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's gonna say, "Oh, they worked at a bookstore." It's not gonna take too long before we figure out which bookstore. All right. One. And that's where I'll edit it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you'll edit. It. So, Victor. Uh, so you've met some so you yeah. met stars. That's pretty a cool, few. though. Yeah, you know, I mean, like it was kind of cool. Like I rung up Paul Simon once, not realizing at the time until halfway through the transaction who he was. Only, <laughs> only because he handed me his card and I read, "Oh, neat, your name is Paul Simon." Then I looked up and gave him a good look. I said, "Oh my God, you're Paul Simon." <laughs> <laughs> and it was also kind of weird because I had been listening to one of his albums on my commute to work that day. One of my favorite albums is Graceland, his, his Graceland album, and I listen oh, to it all the time. That's a good album. And I would listen to it on the ride to work that day, and then it was so weird to actually get to meet him. <laughs> so it was really cool. So that's cool. So And that's the retail. Mm-hmm. And then now actually, you... Actually, we did have some interesting characters at the retail store. Oh, <laughs> Those yeah. Those were the employees. We had one... What was it? The priest was working there? Oh, he was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, wait. wait, wait. You, had a, you had a priest. When we, at the store we worked at together, the first store we worked together. One of the employees was a, a priest who came in there part time. <laughs> really? Yeah. I got to us all off. I never thought a priest could have a real job, and he was a priest. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, here's the funny thing. The first week I was there, he was—I thought it was a joke. You know, he had the regular black shirt with the collar, the vestments, and everything. No, no, yeah. no that, that was it. Just the first week, no vestments. Oh, okay. After that week, every time I came to the store, he had the flowing robes and everything. And he had the beads and walked around. So the he door. would come in like he was about to perform mass. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is why this is funny because I, Victor, worked the floor. Mm-hmm. I worked in stock, mm-hmm. but every time I would have to bring out the merchandise to the floor. So there was one time I was coming out, dropping off, you know, a cart of merchandise, and I turned to the corner, and there's a guy genuflecting right in front of him, and he's like, forgive me, Father, for him, and I hear this, and I'm like holding in the laugh, because this guy is so serious, I don't think he's, you know, he, he took it seriously, he wants to confess to the priest right here at the corner of the bookstore, and the priest is looking down at him with this shocked look in his face, then he turns to me, sees my face, and he's just he give me like an angry look, like, don't say anything, shut up. So you overheard wait, so something. He, so was I was he? T- All I heard was the "Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned." So was he? Wait, was this guy? Was he just like that? He didn't know what to do, or was he taking his confession? I think okay. he didn't know. He, the guy was confessing, and he just didn't know what to do at that point because okay. I guess it was unexpected. Oh, okay. The guy just immediately just got on his knees and was going to confess, and it's just like he didn't know what to do. Mm. Then I just walked by. I see this, and I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> you actually said that? Oh my god. Like, what the hell is this? No pun intended. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the priest is looking down at the guy. Then he turns and looks at me, sees my expression, like points angrily, like don't say anything because obviously this guy is probably having a moment right now. Was he on his knees? Yeah, he got on his knees. Got oh. on his knees and I just walked back. Then, like 15 min- minutes later, the priest comes into the stock room and he's just like, forget what you saw. <laughs> it's not what you think. I'm like, I, I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> Send me to hell. 
fucking. That's weird. Like, do you think he took his confession? I have no idea. Are, are they a, a priest? I, I mean, I know priests are can do I think certain it might have been things. Work policy. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, in terms of a priest, is a priest able to just walk down the street and then forgive someone just like that if they if if you can? Yeah, you can. There's, I don't know. There's no law in the church that says you have to take a confession in a confession or in on church property. You, uh, I you, thought that was kind of the the ruling or no, un, unofficial no, kind of no. Because um, I've been on retreats before where, you know, like in campground, campgrounds or wherever, where they made like makeshift areas where people can go to a priest, you know. Right. And, you know, like if they got to get something off their chest and want to have, you know, the sacrament of rec- reconciliation, no, they can do the that. Maybe the guy was so. shoplifting and he felt bad when he saw no, the but Maybe. I don't know. In but, terms of that, you're in an environment where a priest is going to be available to do that. Right. You're in a shopping center. Oh, just in a, ran- <laughs> yeah. in a random place and, uh, you well, know, this guy's going to go up to a priest and get down on his knees and start right. confessing but, his you know, sins and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no in, in theory no in theory though you a priest can take a confession from anyone you know anywhere at any time there's no set law that says it has to be on church property or in a church gathering or anything like that just you know but um you know but just as long as they make sure that you know it's done in a in a in a manner where it's the conversation could be kept private which is why he was looking at you rain says like you know don't say anything i wasn't gonna say anything i just thought it was hilarious right. <laughs> Private in the sporting goods so, section. Okay. <laughs> what happened at work today? You ain't gonna believe this shit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, but yeah, definite, definite characters at those jobs. Imagine yeah, you heard yeah. something like, yeah. "Forgive me, father. I just shot a man or something <laughs> like something really bad." Right? That would be. A, that would... Yeah, he's confessing to the priest, but if he's doing it out in the open and I overhear that, I would have just called nine one one. Dude, look shifty. <laughs> I said it was just it was just Did he look a little the priest could be shifty sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't say he was pedophile. No, I was saying did he look no, a little he said he was No, 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 I said does he look did he look a little pedophilish? I thought you said it was No, no, it was me. I believe he was pedophile. <laughs> so that's that's interesting. I mean, you guys have I guess better stories than I do. You yeah. need stars. I don't really yeah. need stars. Yeah, and I, I had like those people that are starstruck. It's just like, oh, yeah. that person's here. Okay. I don't really get starstruck either. I mean, we've been to Comic Con a few times, and we see sometimes we see actors or or famous. Oh, and you speakers. shout them out, and so that everyone knows who they. That are. was one. No names. Hey, wait, who did you shout out? No no names. Twice? We're not saying names, but yes. Twice, not once. Only because the actor snubbed us. Um, twice. Wasn't there a musician, famous musician person you shouted out that he was walking by himself, enjoying, and then you shouted him out, and then all of a sudden... Oh, I remember now. All of a sudden... Everybody rushed him. No, that was the same person. That was the same actor. Oh, I remember now. I was we only story no, no, it was the same. It's one in the same. Guy. It was one in the same. And that guy snubbed us. And then who was there? Was, was this me? a certain diminutive actor? Yeah, yeah. Red hair. I, I know who you're talking about now. Me and Ronell. Yeah. Me and Ronell. Like that was kind of a dick thing to do. A, <laughs> it was a thank you. It was a dick thing to do. No, I'm saying you were a dick. Oh. <laughs> Hey, he snubbed us. Hey, so people too. They just want to go I, out and do their thing. There's a certain etiquette when you have to pro- when you approach a celebrity. There's a certain etiquette. All we said was um, was we like your shows, and we mentioned the shows that we like. And he didn't pay no mind to us. And I think Ronell was the one who started booing him. 
<laughs> out loud, and then I just started sure to join it. Yeah, I think you? it was Ronell. I'm oh, not trying to blink. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to throw. Ronell's not here to defend himself. Exactly. So throw him under the I'm bus. not throwing. I'm not trying to throw him under the bus. But from what I recall, no, you didn't try. You actually <laughs> you threw him under the bus. Hey, I'm. Hey, I'm. I started booing along with him, so I'm. I'm admitting that as well. So, and then later on, we saw him on the show floor, and then then we shouted him out again, and then he had to leave the show floor. That I felt kind of bad after that. Why happened, you but that was the last him? time I did that. Why would you do that to him after all? After all he's done for us. I was younger, <laughs> and I don't know. I was stupid back then. Was, was. <laughs> back then. So I didn't. I didn't do that anymore. And I'm sure if I see the guy again, I probably won't apologize because he probably won't remember. But I'll be nicer. <laughs> no names. Yeah. <laughs> so you can track you down. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So we've met stars at our jobs, which is a cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ray, well, you said you worked with with Victor. Yeah, I worked with Victor. He was unemployed at the time. I, I was in retail about a year, almost two years. So I was there four years. Like I said, it sucked because I had the well. When I first started, I had a decent schedule because I was stock. So it was just in in the back, not really dealing with customers too much. Yeah, and you got a Monday through Friday. So you I could, had Monday through yeah. Friday at first. Yeah. Which was good. I had a nice set schedule, but then they, they introduced that whole rotating shift. Then I had to work the floor occasionally because they were mm-hmm. short-staffed. Yeah. Then that location closed down, moved to another location. I had to work the floor. And again, it was just a whole rotating shift mm-hmm. of you can do we, we what was called the clopen. We hated those. The, that was you uh, had the closing shift. And even if... Open, the, okay. You, you close, close the shift one night, and then the, the very next, next day, morning you you're open. Yeah. And... Uh, we had, I did that. We, we had some weird hours. I'm like, why would anybody be at the store at like 11 o'clock at night? That's when we would close. <clears throat> so even though the store closes, your shift ain't over. You got to <laughs> clean up the store. So we had to get out to like midnight. Yeah. Now, my morning shift would be like 7, 7 or 3. Wait, if we close at midnight, by the time I get home, it's like 1, 1 15. I'll just shower, go to bed, get up. To be at work at 7, I would have to be up at 5.30, leave my house by 6. Yes. <laughs> so I'm at like four hours of sleep. And you would complain to the managers like, oh, okay, well, yeah, sorry about that. We'll let us know next time and we'll make sure it doesn't happen again and we'll fix it. And then you tell them and they're like, yeah, we're going to fix it. And then they don't. <laughs> yeah, I would always wanted to see a manager's perspective and all that information. Because I've gone through that as well. I would tell these managers, look, I can't do these shifts. I can't come in on this day or I can't do these two days back to back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. I'll fix it. And then the week comes and it's still there. Like, oh, too late to change it. Sorry. And no, there were actual times. Like when I was doing retail, managers hated me. I would get into arguments with managers because I would tell them, I'm like, look, I could not do this day or I couldn't do these hours. So I came in at this time and I worked until this hours for you guys. I punched in and I punched out at these times because I told you guys the other day I couldn't do it. And they would get mad at me and they'll huff and puff and stuff like that. I'm like, look, I told you. I even told the manager above you. Because there's always someone above, you know, a manager, right? I told the manager above you that I couldn't do these stuff. I always get into arguments with people. But at the same time, I would always end up winning and they never fired me. Like, <laughs> I would work in the, I ended up working they in needed a, an employee. Yeah, they needed Trust somebody me, when there. When they have people available, they will fire you. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I was, I would cause so much trouble. And I didn't, I, I didn't mean to. It's just that people did not listen. I'm telling them, like, there's certain things I couldn't do. And they would listen. And then I wouldn't do it. They'll get mad at me, and then I'll be like, 
I was standing like, okay, I'm waiting to get fired. And the next day, I'm like, I'm back on the schedule. They wouldn't let me go. So it was stupid. So I, I completely, I feel you. I feel for you guys. Oh, you guys don't do that anymore, but I. No, no. We're <laughs> all sorts of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a different I, hell now. I, I like my job a lot better now. The job yeah. I have now. My much more flexible. With than... Flexible hours, nicer people. You know, I like my, I like my bosses. I feel appreciated with what I do now, so. Like you know, it's, a, it's a lot it's better sad. place. It's yeah. said it's Monday through Friday, nine to five. I hate the fact I still got to get up early in the morning, but I'd rather do that. I mean, my the best job I had was I worked in a medical facility where I had the overnight shift, just you know, filing, cleaning stuff up. I forgot about that job. Yeah, I had the, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Filing, cleaning, stuff like that, and it was overnights, and I loved overnights. It was eleven to seven. That was the best shift I ever had. Like everything is so much more peaceful at night. Mm-hmm. You'd go out on my, our lunch break, and you know, barely anything's open. But you go to those places, and the people in there, they're so much nicer. They're so more relaxed. Everything's all peaceful, slow, mellow. <laughs> I miss that job. What is that? Is that the... It was overnights, but it was, overnight. was it called Twilight Hours? What is that called? Graveyard. Graveyard, graveyard shifts. Shift. The graveyard yeah. shifts. I can't. Great. I couldn't see I myself that doing shift. that type of job. I mean, I yeah, had a job a that was person. close to that, but I'm my... not a morning person. But this was a great job because if it, I'm a I'm a night owl. You know, I do. I in the morning. I'd be wide awake. I do. I I can agree with you on one thing. That uh, graveyard shift. When you come home, you go to sleep. No matter what time you wake up, you never lay for work. Yeah. <laughs> right. I liked it. Dude, that fit mm. my schedule because I would get. I would. I was working eleven to seven, so I would leave my job at seven, be home like eight, eight fifteen, shower, go to sleep. I would wake up, and if I'm still tired, I go back to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah, all right, now I can get up. I'll get up, hang out, do whatever I had to do, and then just go to work. And that was Monday night all the way through Saturday morning, so that was great. Now I have the regular Monday through Friday, and I appreciate it. It's 9 to 5. Unfortunately, I'm a desk jockey. Paperwork, lots of paperwork, mm-hmm. but I get holidays off, thank God. Weekends off, and it's the same schedule. So, I mean, I don't like getting up early in the morning, but it pays the bills. I don't like early shifts, too, but I like getting it over with, knowing yeah. that I get out earlier. Yeah, that's it. If I yeah. go somewhere else and they have a graveyard shift, I'll sign up for that. Yeah. I don't know if I could ever do a graveyard shift. But I, I used to love doing afternoons and evenings, though. Like in the middle of the, the well, week? Well, not now, but like previously, yeah. Like I wouldn't have minded, like, you know, you give me like 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. or something like that, you know. if you know, Even if I still got, you know, as long as I still got like the weekends off or something like that or Friday, Saturday, I'd be cool with it, but... Mm. That was a few years ago. So, Mike, your job. Let's see. Anything well, interesting or renting from your job? Oh, <laughs> settle in. <laughs> <laughs> we got two-parter. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a five-parter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for about 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no. All right, so without going into too much detail, you'll get me fired. No, but I mean, no. I'm sorry. It doesn't have to be this job, but... Well, but, I mean, pretty much most of my stories do come from this job, so... Interesting um, story, then, Mike. Yeah. Give me an no. interesting story. <clears throat> no, but I mean, no. All right, so without going into detail, right? so I work in transportation, Okay. All right. So, and I'm at this job for, well, between the two positions I've had, um, I've been at this job almost 10 years now. Nice. So, 10 years. Now, when I first got hired, though, I was only working part-time. It was what they call permanent part-time. So, it wasn't like, you know, it's part-time work, but when work slows down, they lay you off or whatever like that, you know. But it was good. You know, it was good work, relatively steady, you know, union representation. So, you know, it was, you know, whenever something goes way out of whack, you always got someone to have their, you know, and think they're being unfair to you. You have someone to have your back, you know. Oh, you're in a union. Yeah. I didn't know that. Were you guys in a union? I'm in a union now. Nope. I didn't know that. No, I'm not in a union either. Yeah. Because you're like an independent contractor. <laughs> Who, him? No, you. Oh, me? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, you're like yeah. an independent contractor. <laughs> yeah. I had to take a test. <laughs> yeah. So did I. But, um... But yeah, no, I mean, and in your and in your job, 
since you worked in uh, what was it again? Transportation. In transportation, it's more like it's not really a swinging door there, is it? Like people who enter that type of position, they're usually there for the long haul. Yeah, yeah, Pretty much screw up at, at these jobs. Yeah, in yeah. order to get yeah, it, yeah to get fired. fired or you know whatever. Like or, a real real screw. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the jobs aren't easy, but it's not rocket I mean, science either. Unions are good because they got your back, but at the same time, sometimes they got the back of the wrong people. Because some of these people are just completely. Yeah, unfortunately, there's there's a few people in my job that like they. I always point to them as like, yeah, that's exhibit A for people who complain that you know unions are horrible for America or whatever. Blah 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 blah. I've met a couple of people who are like exhibit A for that argument. You know, most people aren't. Most people they're there. They you know they go to work. They want you know they work hard. They they're willing to work overtime. You know they're grateful for the job and so on and so forth. And they don't take it for granted. But you always got the you know for every five hundred of them, you always got that one idiot that you know wants to take advantage of every opportunity, take advantage of every loophole or whatever, not to work hard or whatever, and just complain about it. Just yeah, you know, but it is what it is. But that's every job though. So that's interesting. So let's see. So so the first year I was at that job, unfortunately, it was part time. It was it was permanent part time. So basically, you know, you don't get laid off if let's say work slows down. But the hours were somewhat uneven, and you know, about the only thing that was guaranteed was whatever your two RDOs or regular days off were. Those are your days off, no matter what, unless you put in for overtime or whatever. You know, so if your if your RDOs are like Wednesday Thursday, you always have Wednesday Thursday off. The other days of the week. You might work. You might be working. You might not be working. But you know that was like the tough part. And also for like the first year, I wouldn't have to necessarily report to the office, but I would always have to report somewhere else in the city. So and at different times, and I had a variable schedule. So uh, I think my first year, I had a variable schedule where basically I can work anywhere between nine a.m. and ten p.m. and in different parts of the city. So one day I could be working at nine a.m. in Staten Island. The next day, one o'clock in the Bronx. The next day. 2 p.m. in Queens, the next day, 10 a.m. in Brooklyn, whatever. So it was a very uneven schedule and, you know, a lot of travel. And, you know, that part was difficult. But at least they made it easier for us, you know, in terms of how we can travel and all that stuff. But, you know, it was, you know, it was difficult. But at the same time, I was grateful for the job and stuff like that. But problem is, though, with that job is not so much with my coworkers and not with my bosses. Ironically, I got along with most of my bosses. I still get along with most of my bosses, most of, most of the supervisors, you know, I've had to deal with. The problem is with the customer. And you guys have dealt with it, you know, working in retail or whatever, where people, you know, they look at you. And the problem is they, they look at you like, like you're the worst dregs, you know, on earth or whatever. They think, you know, oh, you, you got this job. You're not that, you know, you're not that smart. You're not that bright or whatever. They think that gives them the right to, you know, basically piss on you whenever they think they've been the victim of like the slightest injustice with whatever it is. The bus is a 10 minutes late. The bus is a five minutes late. What's wrong? You know, bah, 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 you know, well, because you're the representative of that exactly. company and they want to exactly express their hatred towards the, yeah. toward the transportation system. And exactly. you're right there, you're right there. Yeah. You know, wearing your uniform or wearing your vest or whatever, and they have nowhere else to spew the venom, so right there. They will come to me like, why is the bus running late? Why is this running late? Why is it, you know, sir or ma'am or whatever? I can't explain why this is happening. You know, I, I can give you the best reason why I think it's happening or blah, blah, you know, whatever the case may be. You want to complain? Here's the number. Here's where you can, you know, how you can go about doing it to complain to the right people. Whatever. I actually had this one story about this one woman, maybe like, maybe like what, six months into the job, right? And... I'm some I'm in somewhere in my hand. I'm basically part of my job was basically clocking the buses as they're going back and forth, right? You know, basically getting it getting a gauge of you know how many people are riding it and how many the time points or whatever makes sure you know see, seeing how the ridership is going, right? You're taking like a, a census, census, a survey, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, so, good God, I would come mad. <laughs> did one did Mike did one day you just say uh, fuck it, two hundred people. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, left it up there. No, no. That's the thing, though. A lot of times, depending on the situation, it wasn't really that bad, believe it or not. I would lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> I would be making up shit. But you know what, though? As, as it was said earlier, Could I, you know why that I'm lying, though? Now you know why the buses were like, oh, there's only 10 people waiting for a bus when could, there's like 100. But honestly, could they prove that I'm lying? Hmm? Could they prove that I'm lying if I just make up numbers? They have a way of figuring out sometimes really? if, you're, if you're fudging the numbers or whatever. <laughs> they have a way. But be that as it may, though. I mean, but I mean, you know, like I said, it's like it was said earlier. You're grateful for the job and, you know, you want to work hard. So that's what you got to do. And that's what you got to do. But anyway, there was this one time where I'm clocking the buses as they're going from, I forgot exactly where they were going to. But there was some delay, for, I think because of tra- some traffic issue or whatever. I forgot exactly what the, what the issue was. And this one woman comes up to me. And mind you, this is afternoon rush hour. So she want, I, I get it. She wants to go home. She's tired. She's probably had a long day, you know, whatever the case may be. And she comes up yelling at me at the top of her lungs in front of everyone. And it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Why are these buses running? Why are these buses what, what the fuck is going on here? I pay good, my good hard-earned money for this shit. I'm like, ma'am, there's some traffic. I'm trying to speak to her as calmly, as rationally as possible. Ma'am. There was some tra- uh, traffic issues or whatnot. They're trying to fix the problem as soon as possible. Can't really give you much more information. And then she's like, well, where the fuck can I call? Because this shit ain't right. I should not be paying for this kind of stuff. <laughs> so I give her the first number that popped into my head. But it was a real number. So, you know, she, she was able to at least find a way to get her point across. But I gave her a number and said, you can call called the number. He called the break room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who the the fuck is calling in the break room? It might have been. Just yelling yeah, at but, him. No, but I give, you know, but I give her the number. She said, well, he's like, well, I'm going to call because this shit ain't right. I said, well, man, you do what you got to do. And then she walks away from me. She says, yelling at you makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. And then I was, I was just thinking to myself, man, I just hope she gets run over by a ch- Something that would make me feel better. But no, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> I didn't say it, I didn't, she admitted why she was yelling at you. I didn't. Well, I didn't say that to her. I just. I was just thinking that to myself. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning <laughs> bolt. <laughs> but no, I mean, she was no. But she was so bad. Like you said, she and she did this in front of everyone. And sitting like maybe like five feet away from me, these two little old ladies eating peanuts. And one of them, like, they both actually came up to me and said, that bitch was way out of line. She had no right treating me like that. And the other woman offered me peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) Make you feel better. Here, here, have a peanut. (laughs) Fucking peanuts at you. (laughs) So. They're probably flicking peanuts out for uh, frustration. But yeah. No, but no. I mean, no. Like I said, they were real nice. And like I said, they were like, yeah, this bitch was way out of line. Oh, you know, I can understand why her... With her frustrations and everything like that, but you know, she she had no right to dress you down like that. It's not your fault, you know, whatever. So, I mean, I get stories like that every once in a while. People, you know, complaining or whatever. But like I said, that comes with part. You know, that comes to part of the job. You know, like I said, you guys have to deal with it in retail with you know nasty customers. I deal with it too. But I think I was threatened twice. Yeah, I broke up a fight once. Did you? Oh yeah, I've been threatened too. Yeah. At the movie theater, I had to break up a fight with two guys online. I didn't even know who got into it, but I had to get between them and say, okay, we're not doing this here. You want to step outside and do it? That's fine. If you want to continue this, I'm throwing both your asses out. Dude, that's you know that's awfully brave of you because you technically that's not your job. That's security. Yeah, well, you're, this, you're, is, you're this is a theater in, that was too cheap to have to actually have a real security You're putting yourself in, in the line of fire, for lack of a better term. Well, we didn't they even have hurt you. <laughs> well, the thing is, and then, and then at one point, are at you some insured point, at the place? Like at some point, we had your medical you know, these bills? Were like two white collar idiots having a disagreement. So I wasn't too concerned with what they could do to me. I mean, it, it would have probably devolved into like a slap fight or something. <laughs> <laughs> the worst case slaps hurt. You could have gotten knocked. <laughs> 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 
son of a. But in the but in the case that it doesn't, I said okay. It's like just I don't know. I thought somebody said something to somebody. I didn't even hear what started it, but there was. It looked like there was a confrontation. So I went in and said, "No, you're not doing this. We're not doing this here. You guys want to go outside and do this somewhere? That's fine." If you want to continue this, I'm just going to call the police and have you both thrown out. I don't care. I said, I don't they care go outside I just said and finish it? it? No, they calmed down. Oh, okay. I think maybe one of them left. But, you know, I just said, look, I don't care who started it. I'm finishing it. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty mm-hmm. much. And these guys were older than me. <laughs> but, you know, old enough to know better. All right, so you have your angry stories for your interesting stuff. I don't know if you were there at the store when this happened. So this is kind of a gross but yet funny story. So I'm in the stock room. And an employee runs in, and there's like, there's a naked guy in the bathroom. <laughs> We're like, what? What do you mean there's a naked guy in the bathroom? So, like, so they talk to the manager, and he's like, well, well, we have, you know, paid detail. Those are actual police officers that get paid to be in the store. So go find paid detail. Yeah. So, you know, runs out. We hear, you know, I'm hearing the story second half. I wasn't there. So paid detail goes in. This is from the employees that went in. Um, the guy was spreading newspapers on the floor. And I, you know, paid detail, the cop is like, the hell are you doing? And the guy's like, I'm going to the bathroom. He's like, no, you go to the bathroom on the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't go. And the guy's like, like, why am I telling you this to begin with? <laughs> no, he's like, but I will f- I, I'll fall in. And the guy's like, no, you're not going to fall in. Either you put your clothes on, you take this stuff off the floor, and you leave, or you know, and you go to the bathroom regularly, or we throw you out of the store. So the guy, okay, he starts getting dressed. Goes into the stall. You know, everybody, like, leaves the bathroom again. The cop just stays by, I guess, the door. Yeah, yeah. You know, he hears the flush or whatever. The guy leaves. He goes to the other part of the store. All right. So while the guy's at the other part of the store, you know, he has, like, this bag, you know, plastic bag with him, whatever. Customers start complaining. There's a smell. Oh, good God. <laughs> so again, they go find paid detail. <laughs> so paid detail goes to him. He smells it also. He notices the guy. It's a plastic bag. It's clear. The paper is that he had spread on the floor is in there, all scrunched up with brown stains on it. Oh, good lord! You can't make this up. The cop, <laughs> goes, the cop goes to him and says, "Sir, take your shit and get out." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's a man, retail story. You only find that in the city, man. You only get those stories in the city. I swear to God. Take your shit and get out. Take it. Oh my God. Was he homeless or something? Yeah, probably crazy. Probably crazy. Probably crazy. Uh, oh no, that's funny. I mean, the, the bathroom always involved a bunch of weird nonsense. We had another lady that uh, people went into the bathroom and they came out and they were like, "Yeah, there's there's a woman like trying to cook in your bathroom," and we're like, "What?" <laughs> I'm sorry. The manager, the manager went in. The lady had a hot plate. You know, on the sink. Oh. And then she was washing, like, meat. What? And there, And she had, like, a pot, like, getting ready to boil. And they're like, what are you doing? She's like, what's it look like? I'm cooking. And they're like, you can't cook it. She's like, Why? <laughs> like, you crazy. <laughs> I'm here cooking. Like, what the minute. fuck? I wouldn't want to cook in my own bathroom. Let <laughs> alone a public one. Yeah, right? <laughs> While flushes are going on. <laughs> so, needless to say, she had to be escorted out also. She get your shit and get out, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what would possess a person. I mean, even if you, like, you're hungry you're starving that's like that's your first official meal why the bathroom <laughs> just anywhere oh my god that's funny oh, well, you I gotta have, go you gotta go i have uh all right so i guess it, it would be my turn i have a couple of stories i can tell well one of the ones that i remember not, now that you mentioned fight i when i was working in a retail store obviously it was a toy store i'm gonna admit it, it was a toy store i worked at for several years and it was one time, kind of like walking the aisles, and there was a couple there, 
and uh, they, they were, you know, they asked me a couple of questions for some toy. I, I helped them find it, yada, yada. And I started walking away. As I'm walking away, this other lady, like, kind of, like, passes by the aisle and, you know, kind of, like, does a double double check, looks at them, and then comes back around. And she starts screaming at the other woman. And I, I, I think it was, it might have been Spanish. They were going real fast, you know, speaking back and forth. And the other one started cursing at one. One started cursing at the other. And next thing you know, they... They, they just started wailing at each other. I was like, holy crap, they're wailing. I don't know what to do. I'm like right there. I'm about 10 feet away from them. And again, it's not my job, <laughs> Victor, to interfere. It's just, I'm not trained to do anything for that. You I'm just, just went to the break room, to the snack machine, got some popcorn, <laughs> came back out. So, oh, they're gone. Terrific. <laughs> so it looks like the husband, the, the guy, he wanted to break it up, right? So he, it looks like, the woman that the guy was with was losing because she was on the floor and the other woman was kind of on top of her, right? So he was trying to, he, he put his hand on the woman's shoulder and the woman kind of like back, like just swung backwards without looking and hit the guy in the face, right? Smacked him real hard. He got pissed. He kind of like touched his face and just you like- You made me bleed my own yeah, blood. <laughs> he, he brushed it off. He grabbed the woman by the shoulders, slammed her, Against the freaking eye, like the 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 aisles, just boom right the, against the, the shelves. Space. Wait, right. Shelves. This wasn't your real t- retail job. Yeah, it's the retail job I'm thinking of because that's a weird. Well, go, finish your story. So <laughs> slammed her against just, the I'm, shelves. I'm just picturing the environment. <laughs> <laughs> slammed her against the, and this was like a weekday, so there's not a lot of people there, right? Maybe at most it was maybe like ten people in the uh, customers in the and store. Barbie dolls flying. <laughs> <everywhere. Yeah. laughs> slammed the slammed the lady against the 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 shelf, right? Looked her dead in the face while holding onto her collar and says, "You just smacked an off-duty officer." And threw her on the floor. And then he just got on top of her and he started to put handcuffs on her. Wow. That's when the managers uh, at this point started After to show up. the videos laughing. And oh, wait, this is serious now. <laughs> we better go do something. Yeah. The manager comes out. and Waking um, up from his nap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's yawning. Oh, what's going on here, guys? <laughs> what's happening? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Help the, you know, the, I guess the... Uh, other employees, not me, I was in shock. Like, I just could not believe what I just saw what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was in shock. Not only because I saw that fight happen, but the fact that this guy was shorter than her, right? And he just picked her up like a rag doll and slammed her against the shelves and slammed her on the floor. I was so, I was like, wow, this guy is tough, man. Unbelievable. So, he was breaking up the fight, you know? He had to do what he had to do because this woman was not giving any inch. Like, she was just going to, like, cl- she was clawing at this lady. The managers got involved. The managers, they, they were told what happened and everything. And they helped the cop out. And then the woman just left and got arrested. And I was like, holy crap. And ever since then, since that day, they hired um, one of those undercover. Paid detail. Yeah, the, what you call paid detail. For us, it was a... Um, I forgot what they called him in our store, but it was something like that. And uh, it was just some guy. And the funny thing is, the guy that they hired was a guy that we knew from uh, our high school. He actually, he remembered me. And I'm like, holy crap, I know you. And he goes, yeah, yeah, we went to high school together. He was the undercover cop. Our high school? Our high, me and Ray. Okay. Before I met you guys. Okay. So I was like, "Holy crap!" He still looked the same. Still, maybe you know, after, maybe afterwards, I'll tell you who his name okay, and everything. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you his name. It, so. so that was pretty interesting that I had. And, and of course, like I mentioned before, I had problems with 
with managers at that at that because job. You're insubordinate. I was really insubordinate. Defiant. I was defiant. There was a time there. Ungrateful. No, because you, you, we hire you, we pay you these menial wages, you. and you demand you right respect. There. You call and understanding. No, you. What did you call it? Your uh, uh, close open. Clopins. Clopins. Closings so and my, opening. Towards the end of my term in in that store, because I worked there for a good seven years. I worked in that in that store, and the it got you thinking. And it got to because I was in college and everything. And I know, I know. I'm kidding. So you need money towards the end. Of, towards the end of that term, I was just working in the bike department. In the bike department, and uh, I did that clopin. It was what was it? Friday, right after school. Uh, right after school, uh, I would go and I would close in the bike department. But I would help the guys for the next morning. That morning when they open. They put out all the new bikes. So to get ahead of that, what we would do is those guys would come in at night. They will start building the bikes. And then I would give them all the boxes of all the display of all the bikes they need to build in order to bring them out. For I can bring them out in the morning. So all of that was prepped and ready that night. So I was doing that that whole night. And I think there was one manager who always got on my back about it. Because I was always in the back helping those guys, prepping the bikes, getting them ready so they can come out in the morning. And... I was not spending too much time on the floor helping the customers. He would always go in the back, always try to look at me. Where's Where's Al? Where's Al? Al, you're supposed to be on the floor, blah, 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 blah. All right, I'm going on the floor. Sorry, I was trying to help these guys. You know, they're building the bikes. I'm pulling them off the shelves and boxes, ripping the boxes open so they can do their jobs and stuff like that. So I would come out. And every once in a while, the guys in the back would ask me, hey, we need help. You know, we're, we're running short on bikes here. I need you. You need you need to prep some more. Go back there. Again, manager, for some reason, knew I was not on the floor. Go in the back. Didn't I tell you? I was just off the floor for like 10 seconds. It's like he was watching me on the camera. He was looking for a reason to yell at me again. So that, that night, I got into a big argument with him because I didn't end up cleaning the bike department. I was like, look, I have all the bikes up. All the bikes are on their rack. I'm not going to go back into this area to try to fix it. There are plenty of people here who can do that. I have to be back here in the morning. Because just like you guys, like you mentioned to your point, Ray, even though it says 10 o'clock, you're not leaving at 10 o'clock at night because you still have to put away all this you gotta crap. You got to clean up the store. You got to clean up the clean. store. Gotta, they got the managers got to do the walkthrough. And if it's not good yeah. enough for them, guess what? I you told them I was tired. I was tired. I was working the floor and in the back. Right to get everything ready so I can come in the next day and do it again. So I said, no, screw it. I cleared up my area. He's like, no, nah, I need you to clear up this. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. He goes, excuse me? I'm like, no, you heard me. I'm not going to do that. I was doing the bikes, I and we got into this heated argument. He ended up calling the director of the store. The director got on the phone with me, and I told the director exactly what happened. The director says, ah, look, you come in in the morning, right? I'm like, yeah, I come here at 6 o'clock in the morning, an hour before the store opens just so I can put these bikes on the floor. He goes, all right, just go home. Just go home. I'll talk to this so-and-so manager. So I'm like, all right. Gave the phone back to the guy. And he's like, oh, you're going to clean up the floor? I'm like, nope. I started to take off my stuff. He's like, what? Excuse me? What? what? Hello? What? And then I could hear he was like on the phone talking to the director. And all I can hear, because I'm walking already. So it's, you know, his voice is fainting away on me. And he, all I hear is, what? But he needs to clean up the... No, no. I know we have more people. But yeah, but he can't do this to me. I'm his manager. Hello? Hello? <laughs> like completely hung up on the dude. I was walking away. And, you know, I was still screwed anyway. Because by the time I get home, I had maybe like two hours to sleep. And I had to come back. And he opened that morning also. So I was going to end up seeing him in the morning anyway. So they just wanted to, they just want to fight sometimes. I swear. I'm glad I left that shit. 
I swear. No. Then I went to um, the only other story that I could. I have several other stories. When I if Ronell was here, I would definitely tell stories about movie theaters. But I think I'll share that with Ronell maybe on another podcast because we definitely have well, some I think other we've funny heard stories. His stories from the movie. Uh, but we definitely have we some funny. No, we don't need to hear about Ronell's story. No, we don't. We definitely have some. We definitely have some funny stories when we worked in the theater. You guys can keep those stories to yourselves. But his aren't funny. The, they are disturbing. But <laughs> but the job before I had the one I am in now, I worked in a, a, a tech support. We can say right, and in tech support, I would definitely deal with you know a service provider for TV. So whenever there was a problem with your TV service, you call. I would be the guy that you'd be on the phone with you to try to fix it. And at the time when um, this was around the time when HD TVs were just becoming a thing, you know what I mean? Not like 4K is becoming a thing now for us, and not there's not a lot of people who have 4K, and 4K TVs are expensive. This is a time when HD, when we were transitioning from 4K, SD to HD, thousand dollars. Yeah, so this is when HD was first coming out. Not everybody had HD TVs, and HD TVs were. Four thousand dollars, quote unquote, four thousand. They're like expensive, right? Yeah. So they needed a new division in in the tech department to deal specifically with HD TV and HD cable boxes. That's where I came in to deal with that. And you would end up, and I would always end up always with the old lady who their grandson makes, you know, six figures, decided to buy his grandmother Nana the, you know, a hundred thousand dollar system for a full hd and she doesn't know how to use it and remote he, control with like a hundred buttons yeah he bought it for her he lives in california you know in silicon valley and she's in new york <laughs> he bought her this grand system poor old lady doesn't even know how to turn on the freaking tv because he has the remo- universal remote control with like a thousand buttons on it and she's calling me saying is this the remote control or the iron i don't know which one of the two i'm supposed to be looking at and i had to deal with that lady those type of people and I actually had to to Mike to mention from you guys. Not only would I get yelled at, I'll get death threats. Yeah, I've gotten death threats. I definitely gotten death threats. Oh, I've, I've been I've gotten threatened too. I've actually had you know I've uh, you know, ever been threatened death threats before. I've had death threats. They they just you know they were like until uh, one day I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna murder you. I'm gonna shoot you dead in your goddamn head i'm gonna shoot you and it's because he couldn't get channel you know cbs for some reason like he couldn't see the big bang theory he wanted to kill me over the phone i had that face to face (laughs) oh yeah yeah no i had no i had one story of um what about surveying i forgot exactly where i was surveying but some guy comes up to me it's obvious that he's drunk or high or something and he's looking at me taking down the information on my on my notepad or whatever he for whatever reason he thinks i'm he thinks i'm a cop so he's gonna say yeah you police just like standing there, not even trying to give him an answer. He's like, yeah, well, you know what, give me your book. No, you're not getting my book. And he's like, well, you give me my book, I'll, also I'm going you know, to do something to you, right? What book? Whatever my notepad was that I was using to take down whatever information I was oh. taking down for that, you know, for that, for that morning. Or that I thought afternoon. it was some street slang that I didn't know, like Bookman Wallet or something. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, well, he, like I said, the guy was drunk or high or something. I so want he, your copy of War and Peace. Give it to me now. <laughs> So he's like, yeah, give me a book, give me a book, I'm going to kick your, your ass or whatever. But I'm trying not to get into a competition, but I can still get into trouble just because, you know. You got into a fight. I got into a fight, even though I didn't provoke it or anything like that. I was just defending myself, and just eventually he just went away or whatever. But yeah, God threatened me. I had um, one particular story I remember when I was at IT. So I get a call, and I hear a lot of people talking in the background, right? This guy's on the phone. He sounds, he sounds like, anxious, right? He goes, hey, man, I really need your help here. I really need your help. Sure, yeah, I'll be happy to help you, whatever. I got his account up and everything. He's like, look, I need to get my service up. I'm trying to order this this movie, and I can't get it, right? 
give me some error message. I check his account, and I noticed right away his account has, no joke, about 20, 25 cable boxes. It's lined up, because I can see every kind of, I can see what channel you're watching. Not, I can't actually visually see it, but my my applications that are in front of me tell me what, what, channel, what you're channel you're on, stuff like that. What channel you you're previously on, like watching, a history. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are disgusting, Ray. Yeah, you're still my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, I see, I, I see, like, I, I've never seen this before. I've, I've seen, yeah, three, four boxes in a house, you know, at most. 25 boxes. I had to scroll down a list of boxes. Oh, holy cow. And I'm looking at his account. He literally had about five grand that he owed. Five grand. What, well, 25 he, boxes, I would imagine. In his, that he owed. It's not even, that's not the regular bill. It's what he owed. No, like, what, what, 25 boxes? So I, I told him, you know, I'm like, holy cow, how do I tell him this? So I'm like, uh, dude, you know, sorry, sir, but it looks like you, you owe about five grand in order to get your service back up so you can order movies. He goes, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, hold on. He goes, hold on a second. Hold on. Because somebody's screaming at him in the background. Hold on. I'm going to get the movies up. Don't worry about it. We'll get this movie going. I'm like, movie? And I hear a bunch of people and, again, a bunch of people in the background just talking. It looks like a lot of stuff is happening. So then he goes, 5000 All right, let me get my wallet. Hold on. Hold on. So <laughs> I'm like, I scroll through the account to see, like, what? $5,000 just of movies? I checked. It was porn, 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 porn. Uh, just a list of every goddamn porn you can think of, titles you can't even imagine. Because it will tell you like porn serial number and then title of really? the movie. Really, it says it like that. Porn serial number. <laughs> yeah, no, it would say adult, yeah, adult yeah. X something serial number and then the title, right? And it was just every freaking title you could possibly imagine, just going down the line. Holy cow, he owed all of this. So then he goes, all right, I'm back. Look, I got my I got my business card. Can I use my business card to pay this off the transaction? Yeah, yeah, sure. He goes, how? What's the minimum I got? What's the minimum I could put in? Because look, look, look you got to do me a favor here, pal. I'm trying to. We're trying to film this porn here, right? And the guy behind me, um, one of the act, the guy actor, he uh, he's having a little trouble getting it up. So we 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 were trying to order a porn for the guy so he can get a, you know he can get himself going. So I'm like, oh, okay, and, and like the girls getting frustrated. They couldn't afford a he go, no, he goes, he goes, the, he goes, the girls, girls, plural, are getting frustrated with him. He's not ready. So <laughs> what do you? I'll be there. Where are you at? your line? You've so, got more than one girl. One of them's supposed to take oh. her to the other room <laughs> and solve the problem. Dude, <laughs> dude, I can't make this up, man. I you, I can't I make this up. I don't know much about porn, but I think that's how that works. I can't make this up. So I was like, all right. The minimum you can put it because it gives you a list of what's the minimum you can put uh, put down, right? Put down half. Can you give me 25? 25. All right, good. I'll give you 25. 25. Boom. Give you 25. And I cleared his account. And then he goes, all right, thank you, pal. Thank you very much. Hang up. I'm thinking to myself. And I see my friend across the way. And he goes, why do you have a big smile on your face? <laughs> and I'm like. Because I feel like I'm a pimp. I just got two people to go at it tonight, man. <laughs> you won't believe what this happened. At least two, three, minimum. <laughs> I got them all. I think you're you a said, co-conspirator. <laughs> you said there was three I got, girls, so. <laughs> yeah. I got a menage a trois going, man. Woo! 
I was, I was so happy that I was an intricate player to get this guy ready so I, he could have a good time. I don't understand if you've already got the two girls there. Why doesn't one just take him in the other room? And I, I, union rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a union, you know. Union rules. There's a union for everything, right? Oh, the Fluffers Union 401. <laughs> <laughs> you know the girl. You know it's like they're asking the girl, "Hey, Candy, can you fluff him?" Uh, it's, That's gonna cost gotta, you extra. Yeah, you gotta ask the. I gotta ask my union rep. If I can yeah, do that. Ask my union rep. <laughs> so that's one cool story that I had from when I worked there. There, I had one guy who actually he was late to pick up his wife. He told me, like, he gave me a call. He was in a rush. He again, it was a payment that he wanted to make to get his service back up. So I'm like, all right, you know, you gotta give me like fifty bucks or something like that to get the service back up. It says here. Oh, okay, great. I'm trying to. I, I have to go pick up my wife in prison. She comes. She gets out of jail today. And he says. Oh, well, um, how much you say it was again? I'm like, oh, it's about 50 bucks. Oh, damn. I don't have a lot of money. Either I go pick up my wife from prison or I get the cable back up. You know what? Put the cable back up. <laughs> I'll pick her up tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? <laughs> no, He's like, yeah, put the cable back up. No, it's all right. Don't worry about no, it. No, this is why. If he picks her up and brings her home and there's no cable, she's probably going to go back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing it smart and safe. When I bring her home, she'll have something to watch. So I was like, all right, dude. It's your life, man. Whatever. So I, you know, I paid the bill. and that's Priorities, man. Priorities. priorities, man. <laughs> that's right. You got your priority. Oh, I actually had another one. Uh, it was not mine. It was uh, my coworker, but she was sitting next to me. Oh, no, he was sitting next to me. And he called me over uh, because usually I worked at late nights. So there were times where there was like a good 100 of us sitting there and nobody on the queue, right? Maybe like one call comes in randomly to somebody. So a lot of us would just be sitting there watching TV or whatever. So my friend got the call and he starts laughing. He has to go on mute and start laughing. And he goes, Al, come here, come here. I'm like, what happened? You got to read this guy's name. Like, what's his name? I look at his name. His name is, I swear to God, I'm not, I can't make this up. It's pronounced Dom Fokker. First name Dom, last name Fokker? Yeah, Dom Fokker. My friend was like, excuse me? Your name again, please? Dom Fokker. Oh my God, my friend was in tears. He couldn't, it, it took him like, so long because you have, you have like a time limit to get this person off the phone as quick as you can and he was on the phone for like 10 minutes like and he was like it was like an easy kind of call and everything but after he hung up on him we were just laughing at his name like dumb fucker I come from a long line of dumb fuckers that is hilarious. Out in the street, people in an argument. You dumb fucker, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your name? No way is that your name, dude. That was his name. What's your name? No, it's, what did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> I've had calls where first thing you know, because you always have to say that same spiel. Hi, my name is da 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 da. I'm from this company. How can I help you? And usually it would be like, I'll get an average of people going, you're such an asshole. <laughs> that would be the first thing they'd say to me. Hi, my name is this and calling from this company. How may I help you today? Shut the fuck up and give me your manager. Oh, ready? Boom. That's one of the things I loved about that job is the fact that you can't, you have to help them, right? You have to be courteous and everything like that. And you cannot egg them on to get someone past you. You have to be the, the front line, right? You have to solve the issue. 
But the second they say, I want to speak to your supervisor, you can wash your hands of that case. You say, all right, hold on. Put them on pause because why? Customer's always right. Customer gets what they want. Put them on hold. Get my supervisor. You take the call. <laughs> I am so happy when they would say that. And there were times where I would be egging them on. I'd be like, well, you know, I can't do this because of da, 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 da. Please say, get my supervisor. Please say, get my supervisor. You know what? I'm going to need to speak to your supervisor. Hold on, please. <laughs> get my supervisor on the phone. To what you were saying, that you had that spiel. You guys had that script. Uh, you had to read from. Yeah. And- no, because I'm thinking, I remember now when I was working the retail job. So I, 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 pay, it paid me enough that I could cover my bills and my rent. So I did have cable and I had that, what was known as what the, the deal where you get like the internet and all these cable channels. Yeah. You get phone and this mm-hmm. and that. So I was paying that off, but they started cutting the hours. That's the one thing about retail. You know, they're making money, you getting hours. They're not making money, you don't get no hours. Mm-hmm. So they stopped making some money. So hours got cut. So I'm like, oh. I got to start cutting back on expenses. So I call the provider, the service provider. Again, hi, I'm so-and-so. How can I help you? This, this, and that. All right, look, I need to, you know, downgrade my service. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, what's going on? How can we help you? Well, you know, they're cutting my hours at work. They're going to, you know, I got to cut back on expenses. Oh, all right, well, we're we're really sorry about that. And we want to maintain you as a customer. So this is what we can do for you. So I think my bill was like 100 bucks a month. So like, well, if... We do this for you, and da, 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 this, and then for twenty dollars more, so you'll just have to pay one twenty. Were you not? Because she was reading from the script. I'm like, were you not listening to me when I said I had to pay less money? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, did you not hear me when I said I had to pay less money because they cut my hours? And she's like, oh yeah, I know how that feels. <laughs> like yes i need to downgrade my service you just offered me a deal where i'm gonna pay twenty dollars more than what i'm paying now yeah <laughs> have anything cheaper yeah to, uh, to that point it's it is a script that yeah. you have to read from right. so even though you are calling to downgrade something it's like if we it. offer you more in terms of uh what you would like yeah. more options in terms of TV service or internet service or something in, in, in that case and just pay a little bit more, but you'll get more service. You might be made inclined to be like, all right, I could, I can squeeze in another 20 bucks if I'm going to get Dude, HBO. Could, you know, I could barely squeeze the 100. That's why I was <laughs> like, I need to downgrade my service. But that, so I went from a hundred dollars and then with the downgrade where it was just like internet and reception, it was like, all right, I was paying 70 bucks. Yeah. I was like, all right, I saved $30. That's mm-hmm. better than but spending 20. I didn't have already, but that's how they, but that's how they made it money well that's how you made your money when you were working that job right because no 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 see i was, was that i was yeah, it okay. so i don't get any uh what is that called uh sales when they commission commission usually the people who make the most money in the company that i work for were the sales people yeah. and uh retention so anyone in between they don't they get like a fixed um, right. salary right but if you're working in in sales especially retention i think if i remember retention if you don't know what retention and retention is the disconnect part like i want to disconnect my service i hate for your fucking service get me off i want to i want right. to cut my service and their job is to try to convince you to stay on and retention retention is the department where they have the ability to offer you the world 
No joke. If you have a problem, you you speak with the retention department. They can to them next time. They will offer you the world to keep you. Why? Because they get commission out of it, right? And that I think that's why they make the most money because it's the saves. Is the people getting saved and being kept? They get the higher commission than people who are just coming in. Why? Because the people who are just coming in are getting like those triple deals for all three services, yeah. but at a at a lower rate. So the company's not making any money off of them until after the year or two years when the contract is up. Yeah. It's the people who've been there for six years and paying $250 on literally nothing, right? Yeah. They're not getting any really good channels, but it's just that the every year the cable bill keeps going up, up, and up. Yeah. So they want those people to keep paying the 200 something dollars for nothing. And that's why the retention gets the most money. So I got to call retention because my cable bill is like $90. <laughs> yeah, my, my cable bill is in the, in the freaking hundreds right now. Well, I, I hate that. I have internet reception now. Mm-hmm. Now I just use, you know, online services for to watch programs, Netflix, Amazon, things like that. Yeah, I didn't really. For me, being an IT, the, the most I can do is like I can take your payment why because it's money it's transaction i can take that and i can turn on and off certain services that's about it like i couldn't offer you like i can't save you you know what i mean i can't offer you oh well i can give you hbo for free like i can't do that what good are you you know what i mean i'm i'm here to fix your service even though you know fucking cable box is off you know what i mean it's, right, so, <laughs> so your job is like, if the cable box is off you turn it back on it's it's ridiculous there's certain there's certain sure times where people there's certain times where people will call me. It's like, uh, yeah, da, 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 you know, I'm from this company. How am going to help you today? Oh, uh, yeah, excuse me. Uh, I have a TV service, but my TV's not is not working, and my cable box says turn on. Uh, yeah, I'll certainly help you with that, sir. So, once again, you said your cable box says turn on, and you're getting no picture on your TV. Yeah, man, I don't know what's wrong with my service. It's just it. My cable box says turn on. And my TV is 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 just a black screen. Okay, um, can you do me a favor? Can you go up to your cable box, the one that says "Turn On," and um, can you press the the button that says "Power"? Hold on a second. Oh God damn it! This guy wants me to do some shit. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm trying to watch my goddamn TV. All right, I have a cable box that says "Turn On." What the fuck does that mean? All right, he wants me to press. I'm I'm sorry. So you want me to press the the what button? Yeah, so the the power button on your cable box it says turn on. Can you can you press the power button for me? All right, hold on. All right, the power button is over here. All right, I'm gonna press it. Click, and then you hear the TV turn on. Oh shit! TV's <laughs> on. Hey, hey, pal. Uh, you got my TV back on, man. Oh, you're the greatest, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is there anything else that I can help you with today? Nah, nah, man. That was, that was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. it so when, when my cable box says turn on, I, I just have to go up and press that button. Yeah, so when your cable box says turn on, you got to press the power button to turn the fucking thing on. <laughs> now take my goddamn sir. Click. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello. Motherfucker didn't take my survey. What the? <laughs> That's how my, some of my calls were, man. Because the way we got rated and the way that we got, you know, um, either promotions in the company or the surveys they'll rate us in any way say reform you have to take the survey for us because the first i think it's only like five questions but the first three are for the employee and the last two are about the the service in general like the company and oh my god there were times i always failed in courtesy 
always fucking failing courtesy. I always, they you always tell me, you, you're not yeah, courteous enough. They're like, That's bullshit, man. They're like, oh, you're not courteous enough. The fuck you say? You're courteous as shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like you're not you're not nice on the phone. And I'm like, it's courtesy, not curtsy. You're not supposed to bow before them. You're supposed to pretend to treat them nice. <laughs> that's the that's what I always failed on. I always failed in. You're like uh, you're like in, a Sam Jackson level of courteous. <laughs> <laughs> you're the most I, courteous motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> I've actually I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Yes, I'm gonna say this. I've actually had two customers, completely different customers. Call me and told me at the end of the call that I sound like Nicolas Cage on the phone. Dave's not here, man. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. It was two ladies. Not the same lady. It was two different accounts. Completely different. It's the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like... He didn't say that he was courteous. They just said he sounded like Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you know, you sound like Nick Cage. Like I do well, thank you. So I I, I don't know anything. I, I don't know any Nick Cage quotes. I'm sorry, I can't think of that one. Well, what movie have I? I think The Rock was the movie with Nick Cage that I've seen. I I barely remember that movie. Funny, we I had because we had a store that had multiple floors, and you know there was a staircase. Some lady approaches me and she's like, By, "Excuse me, sir, I'm trying to get to say, do these stores go up?" And I, it threw me off. I was like, "Huh." Do these stairs, do they go up? And I'm looking, I'm like, obviously. And again, you know, you don't want to mouth off to a customer. So you're just like, yes, ma'am, they do go up. You just go up the stairs and you go up. (laughs) Yeah, it goes in ascending, uh, goes up in an incline. (laughs) You're not defying gravity here. You're actually being lifted up. Yes. That's that's always a tough part of jobs when you're dealing with customers some kind of customer service because you got to deal with people who say and do dumbest things and then you try not you, you try not to engage them because if you do you just encourage them to say something even or do something even dumber or how do I get out how do I get out and I don't I'm always thinking to myself the same way you I don't came remember the, out the door <laughs> I don't remember the title I don't remember the author the cover is blue <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking oh, for well the let's toy. just go to the blue area and we'll find your where can I find them? The There's this toy I'm looking for, and it's this thing, and you know, it's it's a boy's toy, and they play with it. Oh, you know what? I was good at that. Oh. I was. Oh no, no, no! I was awesome at that one because I worked in the toy store, and I used to watch cartoons, and I used to play card games and board games. So when those customers come up to me, it's like, yeah, man, I have a a kid. He wants this toy that is an action figure that when you press his back, his arm goes up, flails up and down like this, and blah, blah, I'm like, I know what but you that's want. more specific than the <laughs> random stuff we used to No, no, no. Sometimes. But the, to, to your example of a toy, like if someone gave me that kind of description of a toy, I knew exactly what they were talking about. I knew what I'll, I know. I'll, I'll even tell them, which one did you want? Is If it's a Ninja Turtle, I'll be like, oh, do you want like Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello? I, I, I don't know. It's the... The famous one, the one that always says the sayings is, oh, you want Mike? You know, I'll give him Michelangelo or something like that. It was, I can always, when I, I was really good at, I mean, at uh, the toy store. <laughs> <laughs> edit, edit, edit. edit. <laughs> 
I'm looking for this shirt. <laughs> Some famous person wore it. I think it's green. Sure, we'll just take you to this aisle. Oh, yeah, it's a Nicolas Cage shirt. <laughs> Nicolas Cage oh, wore this exact shirt knowing. <laughs> there, but there were, some cus- there, there were some customers that I had, like the, like the old lady that... $100,000 system. Didn't know how to use. I feel bad for them, and you try to help them. You try to help them, and you, you also have a limit. I have a limit. Like, it takes a lot to get me, you know, pissed off. Trying to help a lady out like that, I have the patience for it. But then when I get to the point where, you know, I'm starting to repeat myself for like the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time, I I start losing my mind with these people. I'm like, why? Why am I stuck with this lady? Why? To be getting paid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. See, I was my grandparents' IT. (laughs) 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 I'll just get a phone call. The VCR's not working. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Oh, I, I told to you guys it. the hooker story, right? Go on. You got a hooker? Okay. When? No. When was this? It was just the movie, last movie theater job I worked at. And I remember the movie, too. It was Constantine starring Keanu Reeves. <laughs> As yeah. opposed to... Yeah. One of my coworkers comes up to me, and I might have told you the story at some point, but... No, I don't think you did. No, I'm no, pretty sure. I think we would have remembered this. Well, I'm sure I told you this, but anyway. One of my coworkers comes up to me and said, there's a woman back there servicing a guy in the back row. <laughs> uh. Right? Like... <laughs> Like performing oral on it. With so, a rhino. No. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Continue. Anyway, so anyway, so okay, so I go to check it out, out of, like, just out of curiosity, if nothing else. Of course. <laughs> check it out for curiosity's sake. So I grab my phone, but, I mean, my camera phone. So I go in there with a flashlight, right? And in the last <laughs> theater I worked popcorn. at, it's the huge theater, like a thousand seats, but this is like a Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon. There's like hardly anybody in there. And so I looked and he said, oh, they're like up in the back, like in the mezzanine, way in the back, you know? So I go up and I have a flashlight and I shine it in that general direction. And you can see two people over there, obviously putting themselves together. Mm-hmm. Like they've been caught doing something. I didn't see the actual yeah, act, so they're, but they're, they're scrambling they're to get, like they've been caught doing something. They're scrambling to get their and clothes back the movie, on. The movie's over in 10 minutes. I like I could throw them out, but like the movie's over in 10 minutes. So it's not, I, I didn't actually see them do it, so I can't throw them out. But it was obvious they were trying to cover their tracks. So well, how do you I wait know she the, was a hooker cuz some one of my coworkers like coworker, yeah, not you. Yeah, that's what my coworker said. So, yeah, <laughs> it's like I hired her. I, yeah. no, I recognized her. She was my Tuesday, or or, re- or yeah, or recognized her from the neighborhood or something like that. So anyway, the movie comes out and they leave. <laughs> the movie comes. They're wa- out. they're walking out, <laughs> and they're walking out, and I just make make sure again I can't prove anything. So. I, there's something I can do, but I did say in a very loud voice, if I see you guys doing that again, I'm calling the cops. And so make sure everybody heard it. <laughs> so this guy's like ducking to the bathroom like to, like to straighten himself up in a more, because he's obviously embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> or finish off. We don't know where they left off, right? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so he just ruined it for them. No, See, he I'm didn't. there. No, he, finished. he didn't because he showed up after he was told. He said nothing. They were just putting themselves together, so he didn't ruin it. I was there to help out a dude. Yeah, there to freaking stop the guy. He probably, probably not. He finished. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it happen. But you know, it looked like that was what was happening to me. But it was really gross. <laughs> yeah, I did. I mean, you know what? Now that you mentioned the hooker story, it reminded me of another story I had oh, when I was no. in the when I was in the movie theater. I was in Usher in a movie theater. I don't know what did you ever mention what position you were in? in, oh, in the I team? did everything like ushering, concessions, okay. cashiers. Yeah. I worked in a big twelve theater. I think it was twelve. Twelve, twelve screen. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. twelve theaters. So they had it ample enough people to have to be situated in certain departments, right? So I was just an usher, nothing else. You know, there were times where every all the movie theaters are in, so you have to find something to do. So you just clean up the lobby and stuff. So I think it was I decided to go into one of the theaters as it was playing, and I'm standing in the back there. And sometimes they have one of those handicap chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think I remember this, but go ahead. Right, they have one of those single chairs where you can actually have uh, you know someone in a wheelchair sit next to you, right? So. I, I sit in that single chair in the back row, and I see a, a couple of young young kids about, I don't know, between 17, 18, 19 years old, and they're back there, and they're kind of like joking in the movie. They're not really paying attention to what's happening in the, in the screen and everything, and then out of nowhere, the girl kind of like turns to the, towards the guy, but in a way kind of like facing me because I'm sitting behind them, and she flashes him. Just boom, opens up her shirt and shows the guy. And I'm there with the... <laughs> so it took me a second. I took a double table. Like, Did I just see what I just saw? And the girl kind of like closes real quick because she I guess she didn't realize that I was sitting right behind it because, you know, it's, theater is dark. <laughs> then she whispers to the guy and the guy turns around with a big smile on his face and he looks at me and he goes, kind of give me one of those shakes with the head with a big cool eye smile. Like, yeah, you saw what you saw. <laughs> and I gave him the same look back like... Yeah, I did. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, so then I'm, I'm thinking that's going to be the end of it, right? A couple of minutes later, she does the same thing. She turns towards him and flashes him again. I'm like, holy cow, she doesn't give a crap that I'm seeing what's what I'm seeing. So she turns around. She giggles and everything. She turns back around. And I guess that's her boyfriend because she, she puts her head on his shoulder and everything they start watching the movie so <laughs> i was i forgot how old i was i was probably in my early 20s i guess when i was working at the theater i got it all giddy and excited so i come outside first person i see it's not ronnell but another friend there and i tell him like look dude you got it this girl just flashed me in the theater and she did it twice she doesn't care and he's like what no way and he's a loud mouth right i don't know now that i think about it, i don't know why i told him he goes no way he goes in there he sits down i'm in there with with him i'm just kind of like laughing and he sits down and he's sitting there like who is it who is it like just trying to not say it out loud but just loud enough that i can hear and the, that whole row can hear what girl's doing that what girl's flashing everything? I think she got so embarrassed she didn't do it again. But that was so freaking hilarious that she did it twice. Didn't care. This girl, we like after the, the movie was over, we had to clean up the theater. And I think we were waiting to see who. Because you couldn't really see them. It was dark. So we wanted to see who it was. They must have sl- gave us the slip. Because when we, we were waiting there, everybody's coming out. We were like paying attention. But we didn't see like anybody. Else. Rots, you got your camera phones? Yeah, we were like, we wanted to know who this chick was. and She was gone. She was gone. And that, kids, is how I met your mother. <laughs> I, I think I, I definitely, when Ronell is here next time, no, tell him some stories. No, are gross. We, don't hear Dude, him, no. we, we have some really funny <laughs> stories back in the gross. theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have some, some pretty funny cable stories, but the, the theater stories were pretty good, too. I think we're There's all... Time, union rules. Yeah, I, I think we're all in a better place now. And <laughs> in any case... I should mention the website, right? I should definitely mention the website. Uh, <laughs> it would help. Yeah. You figure with the training you had with the cable service provider, you would, I don't know, have a script. I'm getting better with my intros. No. You can find us at you know, on the Twitters. We're at, at Nerdspork. And we're also, you can check out our website. It's 
nerdsport.com. You can find us there. You can find previous episodes we did. We got the comic strip going. Check them out. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And uh, everybody, please have a great, great time. Great night, great day, great afternoon, whatever time it is for you. Just have a great what I'm trying to say. This is one of your hosts here, Al. Mike. Evil Ray, stay nerdy, people. Catch you next time. And Vic. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. See you later. Oh, we forgot to say goodbye to his mic. <laughs> to his big, giant mic. Ah, yes. Yes. Goodbye to big, giant mic. Good night. La, la, la. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs>